Welcome everybody, Shir number 714, getting back to our Hilchas Brachos. Okay, so we spoke about last time the concept of, just I just want to quote from the Shulchan Aruch, but we spoke about the concept of if somebody is not touching the bread for whatever reason, they're being, let's say, an older person or Rahman son, somebody has a problem and they're being fed the food, they're being fed the bread, so then... Uh, the one who's eating it still has to have their hands washed by somebody else if they can't do it themselves. So I want to read it from the Shulchan Aruch and uh, go through one more case. He brings down, I mean, Simon Kuf Samach Gimel, Kuf Samach Gimel Sif Beis, HaMaychol HaCherem Einetzerach Netil Sedaim. And the other way also, which we've been talking about, if somebody feeds somebody else, um, they don't have to wash Netil Sedaim. It's a question of who's eating the bread. The one who's eating has to eat Afopisha Acher, even though somebody else is putting it into their mouth, like in cases of that, Rahman uh, somebody sick, uh, an older person, even though they're not touching the bread. So he brings down does the Shulchan Aruch, another interesting case which could, could come up uh, by a regular person. If they're eating it like with a fork, they're eating the bread with a fork, they would still have to... Um, Wash Natila's dime for bread. So the, the, you know, a lot of times you have, um, certain foods which, um, is eaten with a fork. It's not something whereby somebody, uh, you know, bites into it like, uh, like bread. They pay, take a piece of bread or whatever. So they eat it with a fork. They have different things, um, that, uh, that, that have bread inside of it in a case in time whereby um, the brachas are mighty and one would have to wash. We're not going to go through the whole thing, Passover B'Kistin, and, and, and what it's all about, and if it's mixed, but the case of time whereby the bread is eaten, and it's a regular hamoitzi, and nothing changed, and the bread is eaten with a fork, as opposed to um, touching the bread, and the person will say, well, I, I, I ate the whole, my whole meal, which is, consists of bread, and this bread, uh, this bread item, I ate the whole thing with a, with a fork or a spoon, so maybe I don't have to wash, I never touched the bread, so the answer is no, you still have to wash, so just to go through the, um, and you have to wash with uh, with the, all the regular halachas of washing for bread, even though the person did not touch the bread. Because again, the point is, the one who's eating the bread has to um, has to wash, and you know, in, in with all the various uh, halachas that we've been talking about, just to go through the mishabura, how he explains it. Um, so first of all, in conjunction with what we said, that the person feeding the bread doesn't have to wash even though they're um, actually touching the bread, or somebody sets up a table, we spoke about last time, like, um, you know, they, they bring somebody a bilkel or whatever, you don't have to wash be- because you touched the bilkel or the bread or whatever. The, the washing was only, the takanas chazal was um, uh, only for the one who is eating. So then he says further in, uh, in Sifka and tests says the Mishabrua. So, so Afalp he says Afalp In other words, even though this, the person is the second person is being fed in the sec, the first case we spoke about, the, that person is being fed for whatever reason. They're not touching the food. When somebody is eating bread, um, so loy plug, what we call. In other words, it was not Chazal didn't make a distinction uh, whether they're touching it or not touching it. You're eating bread. You have to wash with. The appropriate with the, the appropriate halachas and brachas and, and whatever 
that has to be done. Um, so says the Mishabir further, even if somebody's eating it with a fork, right, they'll say, uh, good, uh, if, if I'm, the person's being fed, so maybe I might stick my hand and, and touch the bread or whatever, but over here I'm using a fork, it's totally, I'm not going to be touching it, uh, whatever the case is, I'm using a fork, a spoon, that's the whole meal, I'm not going to touch it, it's like a greasy thing, I'm just giving an example, something like that, so the loy of my oichel, it's, it's no different, it explains to us the Mishabura, it's no different, the case of eating with a fork, eating bread with a fork, or any other dish that consists of bread, whereby, again, like we said, whereby one has to wash, um, excluding all those things we've been talking about that possibly might be mazonas. Obviously, this is the case we're talking about strictly when it's pure bread, hamaitzi, whatever the case is. So then they have a fork, even though they're not touching it. The point of today's shear is, even though they're not touching the bread, um, it tells us the Mishabura that it would not make a difference. It's no different than the one who's being fed, whether somebody's being fed bread or somebody's using a fork or spoon to eat the bread. It doesn't make a difference. In all cases, once somebody eats the bread, they have to wash with the appropriate halachas. Okay, just to read Rabadna and the Sefer, I bring it down. It's the same exact thing in the English, English section. Um, on page 108, he says, even though the patient, uh, the person being fed, right, we, like we said, um, does not touch the bread, nevertheless, they are required to wash until the time. Similarly, a person who plans to use a fork, okay, a person who plans to use a fork for his entire meal, for their entire meal, um, including the bread, right, so if they're using a fork, bechlal, and they're just, they're not, even though they're not touching the bread, nevertheless, is obligated to wash until the time, like we saw. Now, another interesting concept, which is not so negelamized, I just want to throw it out there, but um, I don't want to get too much into those halachas. It's not something that happens too often, but if somebody is is outside, like on a camping trip or the like, um, the Tilas could be done at a at an ocean or river or lake, brings down Rabadner from the Shulchan Aruch. I'm not going to go through the whole thing inside. i take too much time just to put it out there. People should be aware and maybe ask if they know they're going on a camping trip, they won't have water possibly to, to try and find out more details, but one who wishes to wash the Tilsa Daim at an ocean should, uh, 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 so first of all he says, um, one may immerse the hands in any body of water that is kosher for the immersion of a nida, like a kosher mikvah. Uh, therefore, one may immerse, in a case in time, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's kosher for a, um, so thus, uh, one may immerse their hands, they have to, both hands, pass the wrists in conjunction with the regular halachas of Natil Zadayim, not to wash from the water, but to immerse, we're talking about now to immerse both hands, to immerse the hands in the water, um, in, in an ocean, in the ocean, um, and to recite, but they will be reciting a different bracha, um, some want to say Tfilas Yadayim to recite the bracha Tfilas Yadayim instead of Natilas Yadayim. So it's, I think it's a machloik, it's brought down, the Shulchan Aruch brings down, so one should find out if it will be Nagel Amais, but there is such a concept, um, if something, somebody's in a place in time where they don't have water. Now, the problem is, so that's as far as, um, immersing the hands about in, into a body of water like that, like we spoke about. Um, you know, in the ocean or whatever the case is, but I mean, let's say a person's by the ocean and they have, again, they have no water, um, to, to, to immerse your hands is, is one thing, but you can't use, you can't take a cup, um, you can't take a clee and take out water from the ocean because of the fact the problem is the water has to be drinkable, um, it has to be drinkable water, at least by a dog. So he brings that down from the, uh, interesting, from the Shulchan Aruch. Um, in, in Simen Kuf Samach, Rabadna brings it down on page 110 from the Shulchan Aruch and Simen Kuf Samach, Siftes, that, um, just to read the Lush, and it's interesting to, 
um, see how this works. In Simen Kuf Samach Siftes, the, the Machabah says, the Shulchan Aruch says, "My Maluchim, My Seruchim, My Marim, Shein Akelav Yachal Dishes Mehem." If if a dog can't drink that water, like water from the ocean, which is too salty, it's extremely dangerous. Obviously, can be a, 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 a do, even a dog. Forget about a human being. Even a dog cannot drink that water. So the Shulchan Aruch says, "Is Pesulim Lenatilas Yedaim is also to use for Natilas Yedaim." Afal P, Afal P, Shekasherim, but it would be Mutter the May Mikvah Latfila for a Mikvah for Tfila. So, uh, interesting that the Mishabura brings down of the Ansif Cotton Mem, because of the fact it's, it's good for Tfila, regular Tfila, so then you could use it for, to, to dip your hands in, uh, to do, in other words, there's another way of washing for bread, you could dip your hands in, it has, again, it has to be a kosher, um, water for mikvah, which is in, like in this case, like a, a, a kosher mikvah, but we're talking about right now the ocean, for example, um, would be also okay, but not to take out the water and use that. So Lamai said, that's how Rabada brings it down, and, and it could come up, you know, somebody's on a camping trip and they don't have water, um, and they don't have, uh, even if they don't have a clear, even if they do have a clear, but they, the only thing they have, they're near a, near a beach, near an ocean, or something along those lines, so one, is, is, it's important to keep in mind, it could come up. So he says, one who wishes to wash, for example, on, on page 110, in conjunction with the Shulchan Aruch, which we just said, one who wishes to wash for the Til at the ocean, should not fill a cup with ocean water. That you don't do. Like we said, you can't fill up the cup with ocean water, and to pour it on the hands, that you can't do, because the water... Um, the water used for the Tilsi Daim must be suitable to drink, uh, suitable at least even for a dog to drink. So that's like we quoted from the Shulchan Aruch. And even though, even though it's fit uh, for a mikveh and also to, um, you know, immerse one's hands in there, if they want to wash for bread that way, that would be okay in conjunction with what we spoke about previously. No, just to finish, finish off as far as the bracha goes. Again, it's not so nagelam, I said, but in case it does come up, a person should know. It brings on the Mishabura in conjunction with the Machaba. The Machaba says, um, it actually simic kuf nun tes. Uh, somebody d- d- does this by dipping their hands in, that you don't make the bracha of, um, um, you make only the tefillah sedam, and the Ramah said you make tefillah sedam. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, the Mishabur does say in Sif Cotton Sadik Zion in Simin Kuf Nun Tes. Okay, but now here's the punchline. If the water is usher for washing, like in a case of like the ocean, whereby it's too salty, then it will be usher for washing, but it will be okay. Just it will be okay to dip your hands into the wrist, right, and wash for bread that way. Um, as opposed to uh, taking out the water in a cup, which you can't do because it's not drinkable, you could, but you could stick your hands in that you could do, then you make the bracha of altafilas yadayim, altafilas yadayim, like we mentioned. Okay, so we'll stop here. Thank you for listening. Atzalachim bracha, cult of